Laura, are you ready for an adventure? Yes, Leo, let's go! I'm gonna go full steam, I'm gonna chase my dreams. I feel so alive, I'm gonna live a big life. Big life. The Big Life Kids Podcast is produced by Big Life Journal. We create engaging resources to help kids develop a growth mindset so they can face life's challenges with confidence. Come check out our journals, printable kits, and posters at BigLifeJournal.com. Hey, Big Life Kids! Welcome back for Season 5 of the Big Life Kids Podcast. To find out about all the exciting things we've been up to, join our email list at BigLifeJournal.com. by my side, we built a bridge out of twigs and helped them to cross the river, and... Leo? Leo, wake up! (laughs) Where am I? What's happening? You're on a horse! Have I been sleep horse riding again? I guess so. Wow! This horse has great cruise control. I know, right? They've even got little refreshments packed into the saddle. Why don't you try a sip of this? Maybe it'll help wake you up. Okay. Mm. Tastes like sandwiches. What is it? It's salty Mongolian tea. It's got butter in it to keep you warm. We're in Mongolia already? Yeah. How long have you been sleeping? I have no idea. Were you saying something about bears? I was just telling you about the dream I had last night. I was a Mongolian warrior, and I managed to build a giant bridge to help the bears cross the river. How did you build a bridge? It was a dream, so it just happened. I was dreaming that we went on the ultimate Mongolian adventure. I can't remember what happened, but it was epic! Well, you're in luck, because we're about to make our Mongolian adventure dreams come true. Woohoo! What do you want to do first? I have no idea. Leo, your horse is indicating. Maybe we're changing direction. Is it just me? Or is the rider in front of us going kind of slow? I was thinking the same thing. She stopped for a 40-minute grazing break earlier. I'm sure it'll be fine. Mongolian guides know the land like the back of their hand. Plus, these fields are really beautiful. Now I know why the Mongols like to build giant tents outside. It's the perfect place to sleep under the stars. Those tents are amazing. I think the nomadic people call them gurs. What's that? It sounds like a rumbling tummy. Are you hungry? Uh, It's not me. Although, I could do with a snack. Something about these snow-capped mountains keeps reminding me of ice cream. Funny you should mention, ice cream was accidentally invented here in Mongolia. 700 years ago, the horse riders were carrying boxes of cream across the Gobi Desert in the winter. When they arrived, the cream had frozen and turned into ice cream. (sighs) Gobi Desert ice cream. There's that noise again. If that's not my stomach, and it's not yours, 
Maybe it's our guides? <gasps> it's a song, Zara! There must be a whole band playing music out there. And probably having a feast. If we can find them, our Mongolian adventure could really begin. Let's ask our guide if she can lead us to the music. Uh, excuse me, uh, Mrs. Mongolian Horse Guide? Maybe she doesn't speak English. Do you know any Mongolian? Well, I did learn a little horse Mongolian from my pen pal. Maybe we could ask the horses to speed up and take us to the music. How do you say giddy up in Mongolian? Choo! 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 say that? It kind of looks like she's falling off her horse. Oh, yeah. You're right. She's sagging? Oh, no. Our guide has collapsed like a sack of potatoes. Um, Leo? That is a sack of potatoes. Aw, oh, man. Our guide was just a bunch of vegetables being delivered by a horse. How many times has that happened to us? <sighs> Way too many. What should we do now? Well, we could make potato mash, hash browns, or even potato hosher, which is a meat and potato dumpling that Mongolia is famous for. I mean, those are great potato ideas, but we're stuck in the middle of nowhere with no guide. <sighs> Dreaming about adventures is a lot easier than having adventures in real life. You're right. Real life adventures don't just happen like magic. In fact, I've just thought of someone who makes her goals and dreams come true all the time. And she's an explorer, just like us. Sarah Marquis was the kind of kid that was always dreaming of getting lost in the wild. She loved the rocky mountains, deep forests, and swirling rivers that surrounded her family's village in the north of Switzerland. One time, when she was eight years old, Sarah decided to spend a day exploring with her dog. Suddenly, she saw something that took her breath away. A secret cave! When Sarah and her dog looked inside, they discovered that the cave was filled with bats. That night, Sarah realized that her dream had become a reality. She really was lost in the wild. Like a true explorer, Sarah spent the night there with her dog in the magical bat-filled cave. Sarah's appetite for adventure grew, and she began planning trips that went far beyond the Swiss caves. As a teenager, she worked on a train during the summer so that she could travel across Europe. The year after, she learned how to horse ride while exploring the faraway mountains of Turkey. One day, when she was back home in Switzerland, Sarah spotted something in a shop that caught her eye. It was a large poster showing a beautiful part of the world. It had miles of rugged mountains, bright green grasslands, and many fascinating creatures. Horses, eagles, even snow leopards. Beneath the picture, was the name of this mystical place, Mongolia. The more Sarah looked at the poster, 
the more she started to dream of seeing Mongolia with her own eyes. This was going to be Sarah's biggest adventure yet. And to tackle it, she would need to break her goal into smaller steps. The first step was to plan her route. Sarah took over her living room and filled it with handwritten notes, tools, equipment, and floor-sized maps taped to the wall. She chose a route that would take her through Mongolia and then all the way to Australia, where she would end her trip by visiting a very special tree that she had met once before. The next step was preparing her tools. She filled her travel backpack with equipment to make food, fire, and shelter wherever she went. She even learned some words in the local language of the places she would visit so that she could meet new people on her way. Before Sarah's expedition could happen, she had to make sure she could spot dangerous animals and deadly plants. She read books, searched the internet, and spoke to specialists so that when danger came her way, she would be ready to face it. Finally, after two years of planning her adventure, Sarah was ready to go. Her trip was no longer a dream from a poster. It was a real mission. For the next three years, Sarah walked, ran, swam, rode, and climbed across three different continents. She saw incredible things and sometimes found herself in sticky situations. One night, when she was camping in the Gobi Desert, her tent was surrounded by a pack of wolves. But Sarah just laughed. Because she had prepared herself, she knew exactly what the wolves were up to. They were just letting her know she was on their territory. For the next part of her trip, Sarah caught a ride on a container boat headed to Australia and on to the island of Tasmania. It's home to some of the fiercest animals on Earth, like the Tasmanian tiger and the Tasmanian devil. The forests are so thick that nobody even knows if the tiger still exists. When Sarah entered the forest, she wasn't sure what she would find. The forest was made up of layer upon layer of fallen trees. For centuries, no human had walked there, and the ground could give way at any moment. Sarah walked through the dark forests as carefully as she could. But as she lay sleeping one night, her world fell apart. The forest floor cracked open, and Sarah began to fall. She tumbled, along with her tent and backpack, into a deep ravine. She had broken her shoulder, and the water in the ravine was freezing cold. This wasn't part of the plan. But Sarah had a trick up her sleeve. Dealing with danger had become her way of life, and now she had to set the ultimate goal, to survive one step at a time. Slowly but surely, 
Sarah pulled herself along the tree roots until she was out of the ravine. Eventually, a helicopter came to get her. She had made it. Sarah survived Tasmania because she isn't just a dreamer. She's a doer. When she finally arrived at her special tree, she felt sad that her journey was over, but proud to have achieved her goal. Sarah still uses her adventure planning room to this day, and she's already planning her next mission. So if you have a big idea, make a plan, and your wildest dreams can come true. Sarah's adventures took her everywhere. And everywhere is a lot of places to go. So it makes sense that she had to break her trip down into smaller steps. And when you add all those small steps together, it can turn into a whole adventure. So if we want to make our trip happen, instead of following a sack of potatoes around the desert, we should decide what we actually want to do. I'd like to try some real Mongolian food. I'd like to find some of those giant tents what do the nomadic people call them again? Gurs. If we can find a Gur campsite, we could hang out with real Mongolian people instead of potato sacks. Sounds like a plan. <gasps> There's that rumbly music we heard earlier. Maybe if we follow the music, it'll lead us to some nomadic people. Let's go. Choo choo. Choo choo. <gasps> I think I can see a Gur campsite up ahead. There's a campfire. I read that it's good manners to bring a gift if you visit someone here. Uh-oh, we don't have any gifts. <gasps> Someone's coming. <gasps> They're kids. Hello. Hi. Now they'll invite us in for tea, a tasty rice dish, or a full dinner. I love all of those things. Bertalak. Yes, tasty rice it is. Should we give them our gifts now? We don't have one. New friends, I'd like to offer you a gift. It's my notebook of poems. It's not published yet, but we're in talks. Thank you very much. Oh, and uh, here are some potatoes that guided us across the desert. You had to be there. Dinner's up. <laughs> Delicious. Hey, it's that rumbly music. I think this is Mongolian throat singing. I saw it in a documentary. Samak! Ice cream! This is awesome! Talk about a real Mongolian adventure. You know, if you think about it, achieving your dreams in life is just like making ice cream. I'm listening. Well, it takes two seconds to eat ice cream, but if you want to make ice cream, you have to have a plan and decide which flavor you want it to be. Once you've done that, you're on your way to creating something amazing. Achieving your dreams is kind of the same. I see what you mean. If you take the time to plan adventures and achievements, your life can be delicious. Just like this tasty pot of stew I've cooked up for our hosts. Ooh, what's it made of? Our old guide. Our what? The sack of potatoes. <laughs> Big Life Kids, what's your wildest dream? 
or your biggest goal. Tell us about it in a review on Apple Podcasts. Thanks for supporting the show. Bye, Lala. The Big Life Kids Podcast is produced by Big Life Journal. Go to BigLifeJournal.com and use promo code BIGLIFEKIDS to get your growth mindset journal with a 15% discount. If you like this podcast and want more episodes, please leave us a review on Apple Podcast. See you in the next episode. Big Life.